1: As we turn to Exodus 32, I'll quote another verse or two along the way that I need you to mark down in your Bible. But I want you to understand with me tonight, we hear this, some of this music, and it's way out there. So, well, I would never, I'd never be involved with that. I, I could never, I could never get accustomed to that. You know, a little leaven, leave the whole lump. And once you start down a slide, I just, I like this sound. It, it really, it sort of speaks, I like it. It just gets me all excited up. You like, and, and then that slide begins. Once the slide begins, ladies and gentlemen, there's no stopping in anything. Compromise never stops. Once we give in. I, I see it, and I know I'm preaching, speaking to pastors are watching, and I love our pastors, I love them. And I'm finding that we have men that are good pulpiteers and good Bible teachers and Bible instructors and, and entrepreneurs. They just know how to put things together and, and, and build things and financial gurus and, and write books. But pastors, the one thing I see missing, I preached all last year in college to our students on it. Thou therefore my son, Endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life. A pastor has to draw a line in the sand. That's his job. And you draw that line in the sand and say, this is where we stand. And by the way, wherever you draw it, wherever, you in your marriage, in your home, in your life, in your business, in your church, wherever you draw the line, that's where the fight's going to be. Well, I, I, want, I, want to move, I want to move the line way over here, so we're going to keep everything right over there. You move the line way over here and go f- a step further, that's where your fight's going to be. The, the fight with the devil and the fight with the world and the fight with the flesh never ends. If you want to have a good marriage, you're going to have to fight for that marriage. If you want to raise good kids, you're going to have to fight for it. And even after they're grown and gone, ours are grown and gone, we're fighting for our kids in prayer every day. And we will till the day we draw our last breath. Not that we're, we, we love our kids. I'm not suggesting they're bad kids. I'm suggesting there is a devil in this world, the prince of the power there, that wants to destroy our kids and wants to destroy our 14 grandkids. And we have a responsibility to intercede and intervene on their behalf before the throne of grace. You're going to have to fight for something. Your son backslides. He's a prodigal son. You're going to have to fight on your knees. You're going to fight in prayer. You're going to have to walk walk the dark hills. You're going to have to walk alone with God at the night hour, and pour out your heart. You're going to have to do us out some food and pray and fast and beg. And I don't know when. It may take a week. It may take a month. It may take a year. It may take 10. But I'd pray and just keep on praying until you see your son come back to God, our daughter. We have to fight. And I believe I want to be one decided before we ever came here to fight for music. I just want to fight for it because when music goes, everything else goes. Everything slides. I've learned that from heritage. I've learned that from history. I learned that from the Bible. We'll see it tonight. Whenever you begin to slide, there's no stopping the slide. Tonight, the Bible says in the book, if you want to mark it down, Proverbs 24, verse 1 21. Proverbs 24, 21, meddle not. That's a powerful word. Meddle not with them that are given to change. What, what, do, you, what do you mean, meddle not? To, to meddle, what does it mean to meddle? It means to fellowship. God says, don't you fellowship. Don't you fellowship with those that are given to change. What is change? To alter. In this church, you find friends that are wanting to alter uh, the direction of this church and the direction of what we feel the Bible says and the direction of your home, the direction of your life. You meddle, you meddle. Hey, ladies, you start talking to a lady that's disgruntled in her own marriage. Uh, It won't take long that that meddling will affect your marriage. Can two walk together unless they be agreed? You teenagers, you better choose your friends very carefully. He that walk with his wise men, Proverbs 13, 20, shall be wise, a companion of fools shall be... You'll destroy yourself. I wish you were here Tuesday morning. I don't get to preach this week at the conference. I have some sessions with the fellows, uh, but I don't get to preach, uh, and um, i preach Sunday morning, that's it. But, but on Tuesday morning... I want to show our delegates something in one of the services. It's only about 10 or 15 minutes because they get 10 or 15 minute shots here and there. And I just determined before I ever came here what well, I knew what I believed. I was taught in college that you cannot change the founding principles of an organization without announcing its doom. We cannot, we cannot meddle with those that want to change the Constitution. You say, well, we have the amendment process. Oh, yes, you can strengthen the Constitution, you cannot take away. They're they're trying to figure out um, uh, no law respecting religion right now. They, They believe it ought to be struck from the Constitution. They believe the Electoral College should be struck. Well, if you buy into that, you don't know what the Electoral College does. Have we not had the Electoral College, only Philadelphia and New York would have ever originally in the colonies and would have ever elected the president. You have to have equal voice so that your voice in in Biloxi, Mississippi counts just as much as it does over there in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The Electoral College is not a bad thing. Hillary Clinton says it is. Barack Obama says it is. Joe Biden doesn't know what he says, but he says it anyway. I'm telling you tonight that you, you meddle not with them that are given to change. When Mr. Obama was running for president, his theme was change. I thought that's against the Bible. I believe, though, the Christian life and our life ought to be some sameness. Jesus Christ the same. Christianity is not always reevaluating and changing things. There needs to be a sameness, and that's why this church is a great church. 48 years, almost 49 years ago, there was a decision made. You say, well, who made it? I made it. Because God allowed us to come in. This church was five months old, but it was only about 20-some people, and I set a direction for the church. It's not been popular, it's always been attacked, and it's, it's still being attacked, and it always will be attacked. But it's an amazing thing, as Ms. Treber said it to me years ago, they like our product. they just don't like our recipe. And you know what all these churches are trying to do? Because they're not sending anybody to Bible College. So they come and they get, we've got every year out of our own church, 50 to 60 kids in Bible College. And the kids that come in to see us, but they're the cream of the crop in Bible College. And I know the other colleges are listed now, God bless you, but you can be second, third, fourth. But I'm telling you, the best is Golden State. They'll go after our kids like a juggler. I mean, they go after them and they can have two and three offers. Why? They're the best. They are the best. But then a lot of times they get them and they want to change them. You know, if you want to change them, go get your own kids and educate your own kids and change them. These kids here that are in this auditorium, these teenagers, these little ladies that just sang, they're valuable to your pastor and his wife. And I know in their lives, the only hope they have is some degree of sameness. I think it's important to have the same church, the same pastor, the same type of school, the same philosophy, the same principle, the same college. I think there's something about the same music, the same preaching, and it's not going to be changing all the time. And and so God says, not don't don't fellowship with people that are wanting to change. That's why you don't walk with unwise people. That's why Psalm 1, 1, and we'll get where we're going, Psalm 1, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth, you see a progression, you're walking, you're standing, you're sitting in the way of sinners. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. You start wrong, hanging around the wrong crowd and the wrong crowd will always change you. You will not change them. Ye did run well, Galatians 5:7. who hath entered thee? I've watched people my entire ministry that I thought would never, ever, ever change. I've watched some folks in the last couple of years change. They got hanging around the wrong source. And by the way, you, you men, you, you, you preacher friends, and you preachers here, and you people here, men, stop the Facebook's junk. Just get off the Facebook. Some of you know, too, we, we talk, ah, you church members, you're not, you know, some of you know too much junk. And I think Facebook is good. I think if we're on, we're probably on it right now, whatever, it, whatever that means. But, but, but most of it, I think, is lies. I'll tell you what, we got preachers, it is, it's your lifeblood. You must not have enough to do if you got that much time to look at junk. And if we're not careful, we get swayed because it's so easy to become a hireling to the people of God. I've watched it my whole life. I can see it happening. I'm watching it happening right now with some. I've always watched it happen. I can tell when something's different. And when something's different, it doesn't take long. I've seen people that would, in churches, give their life for their pastor. We love our pastor, only turn around and hate the place. God says, you get around this crowd that's going to alter. Now, it's my last night to play. I'll play a little bit of music for you, and we'll get to our Bible study. Because I just went to the radio today and listened to about 10 seconds of this and 10 seconds of this and 15 seconds. I said, just play play what's on the radio today, just a little bit. Just give us a song here. I don't have the titles before me here. So much by elev- elevates us. I
0: don't us. know how you feel this pain.
1: When you need to fast forward, just fast forward there. The same song. I'd never like that music. Or you start the slide, you will. That's right. Let me give you another example. Just on the radio today, Just, just... <laughs> Pass forward whenever you feel like you need to. Brother, are you doing that for us, Brother morning? Same song. Yours forever and ever the kingdom is yours. It's
0: yours. It's yours. It's yours. It's yours. All yours. All yours. All yours. The kingdom,
1: the power. Do you remember we said, remember when it began with the crooners? late 30s and 40s and 50s and 60s, and just sliding on the notes and, 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 and uh, breathy with the music. And, and uh, of course, uh, the, the, we went through all of that. And it went from crooners to, uh, you wouldn't have rock music in the church in the 50s. Rock music, the word wasn't even coined to the 50s. And it was a gutter term. What a man did to defile a woman that uh, walked the streets. We studied all about how it syncopates the second and the fourth beat. It's always, I named all the groups of the sixties. It's repetition, repetition, syncopation, loud. And it's not rhythmic where it adds, the, 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 the lyrics always match up. It's just screaming. Yeah, I, I saw one today and I, I, I said, Brother Ethan, how long is that song? He's, we, we play songs on the radio that are generally two minutes to three minutes. A four-minute would be—it's eight minutes of just screaming, screaming, screaming. Uh, that'd drive you crazy. But it's—it's it's captured our churches. It has captured our church. N- not to this our fundamental church. Oh, the big churches. This is it. This draws the crowd. Here, here. here just play a we few more. Can't same song. Here, let me give you another one. You say, we'll never go there. This building will have it one day if Jesus tarries and we die off. It, 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 it's, it's going everywhere. I know when you walk by faith, it ain't easy, Jesus. Let's, let's fast forward a little bit. Face the unknown, I'd stand in the storm. It's just gonna be repeating, 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 and like, let's go. Is there one more, Brother Moyer? Do you have one more up there, please. And again, we've said that there's no clear direction. Dominant chord, we talked about that. Vibe? Yeah. I know you see me. Kind of eerie.
0: You know what I have done.
1: Ain't no sing like that. We'll stop right there. It gets, it gets real wild on that one. We won't go there. Chapter 32, and when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down from the mount, why was Moses on the mount? Why was he up there? What was he doing? God told him to go up there. And the Bible says God told him, and Moses went, and God is going to give him the law for the people how to govern their lives, how to rule their lives, how to have a civil and a ceremonial and a moral law for their lives. And, and, he, and they saw that he delayed. You know, sometimes when your dad or your mom or your Sunday school teacher or your pastor or uh, Titus chapter 2, woman and man, older people, when they delay a little bit. Just delay it. They're not ready to give an answer yet. Let them delay. Don't box them in. I need an answer right now. I tell people all the time. Tell them every week, you're going to have to give me some time. I, I can't, I can't, I, I can't pay, pass any judgment on any decision to help you, uh, guide you in this. I've not even prayed about it. Rarely. Does anyone really want a pastor's advice? Anyway, they come, if the best I get is if they come and tell me what they're going to do. But that's, most of the time, uh, I get it. We, but we moved last week. Send me an email or a text. We, we left two weeks ago. And, and you know what? You can, I'm not your God. I'm not your cult. I mean, but, but if, you're a sh- if you have a shepherd, don't come tell the shepherd what you're doing. Where are you getting your advice? Where are you getting your direction? Slow down. I will never tell you, no, you can't marry that girl. No, you can't marry that. Girl. That's not my job. But I can caution you about some things. Have you thought about this? Have you thought about this? Have you prayed about this? What, how's, God speak? how's God dealing with your heart? Have, how much have you prayed about it? You're my sheep. I'm supposed to protect you. That's my job. And he delayed coming down. And while he delayed, uh, Aaron said to, to the people, up, make us God's. Isn't it amazing how, a small letter G, isn't it amazing how quickly they're going to change? we, We want some gods. And Aaron said unto them, verse number two, break off the golden earrings which are in the ears of the wise and your sons and your daughters and bring them unto me. And all the people, see, they had earrings, men had earrings. Yes, why? Because they were influenced by the Egyptians, the false gods. And they brought all these earrings and all these things, and he received them at his hand, and he fashioned and and made it a grave engraving tool, made it a molten calf, and then they said, "This, listen, to this blasphemy. These be the gods, O Israel, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Egypt. No, God opened up that red sea. God did that." See, I'm not, uh, we're going to get to where we're going, but I, I am not going to hang with people that are ch- trying to change me. Amen. My, my convictions, my heritage, my, 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 my the, the philosophy. Before I came here, I, wrote, I, I, I gave it to you, the 20-some people. Uh, I wrote down 50-some years ago, if I ever pastor a church, this is what I believe. I want to have 10, like the Ten Commandments. I came up with 13. And then we put some amendments to strengthen it, not take away. You, you don't have to guess. If you're a member, you get the, 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 the convictions where we're going to go. This is what I believe. Now, you don't believe that, hopefully you can find another church or pray me out of here that I die one day and you can get the kind of pastor you want in here and get the shepherd you want that, that you can accommodate your wishes. I'm gonna answer, Hebrew tells me I'm gonna to answer to God for this church. I'd rather have him say, Tree, son, you were you were too strong. You could have been weaker, but I don't think that's gonna be the case. And here the Bible says they may tomorrow's a feast to the Lord. See, they're making a feast and and worshiping a false God. They're starting to merge things. Watch it when you start to merge the new philosophy, the new ideas, the new music, the new thing. Watch watch it when you begin to merge God and God. Small energy. And, And watch what it says. They rose up early on the morrow and offered burnt offerings. I want you to see in verses 2 through 5 where we just read, their worship changed. They're worshiping a small letter G and a large letter G. When your worship changes, you're in for danger. It's always dangerous. Verse number 7, when your worship changed, God says, Go get thee down, Moses people which thou broughtest out of the land of Egypt have, what's the next last two words of that verse? Corrupted themselves. Watch it. Verse 8. They have turned aside quickly. This this doesn't, it's not a slow slide. It it, it goes fast. Once you begin to slide in one area, it goes quickly, friends. I've watched some of my great, I've got a whole box of letters from these great preachers of yesteryears. That'd all be, only two of them would still be in their 90s. One would be 99. They're all dead. All these other preachers that have written these personal letters are, would be 110, 120, 123, 135. They're gone. They're dead. But I'm going to tell you something. Almost every one of their ministries are not the same because they changed quickly. The church of 12,000 people on a Sunday morning, Dr. Lee Robertson. That that church is not even in existence anymore. The 10 largest churches in America that were these strong Baptist churches back in the 50s and 60s uh, just look, most of them are out of business. They're gone. Some, they use the buildings for rock and roll now, rock and roll churches, uh, built by sacrificial gifts of saints of God in the 30s and 40s and 50s and 60s. And now those same buildings are housed in, you can go online, look for yourself. You can see it. Some of these great ministries are just, most of them are just gone. Why? Because the people, they get, uh, praise God, their pastor dies and they finally get a voice and they say, we don't, we don't, we don't want that old way. We, we want to just sort of, we've got some ideas here. One of the greatest preachers in America He resigned his deacons and said, I'm I'm a little bit too old to pastor this church now. And so I'm resigning tonight, and I'll work with you. One of the deacons said, he says, do you mean that you just resigned? He said, we should accept your resignation first. They accepted his resignation. And they said, I'd like to make a recommendation uh, of who I'd like you to consider to call. And I know the man he wanted. And he said, uh, they said, uh, one of the deacons, you've resigned. We voted on it. We're not interested. And those same deacons voted not to take, not all of them, but the pastor's recommendation. And by the way, that church is not even in existence anymore. Why are we so bent on change all the time? They changed their worship and they did this quickly. And they, and they, and they changed their philosophy. Look at verse 6. They rose up early in the morrow and offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings, and watch what they did. This is not what they were doing before. The people, two words, sat down to eat, to drink, and they rose up to what? Church is not, I love we have sports and all that. That's not our main thing around here. We can just spend all the sports and keep preaching and singing and soul winning and missions and rescuing the perishing and would still be a church. Amen. But so many of our churches are focused on one thing. It's a sports centered and it's a play. Everybody's going, Hey, are we having fun? I hate that statement. No, we're having responsibility. Amen. We're having duty. We're, we're, we're doing something here. America is a fun of society. How about a work society? How about blood, sweat, and tears? By the sweat of your brow, the Bible says we should labor. Six days a week, shout that labor, God's word says. Their their worship changed, their their direction, their philosophy changed. It became a party, fun, hangout society, chilling out. Everything was just, it's just, we gotta be cool, man. Watch it when philosophy changed. What's a philosophy? A sum of ideas. We've got all these ideas changing. And they're not coming from heritage. They're not coming from history. They're not coming from, I'll get me to the great men, uh, Jeremiah 5. What do you mean great men? Uh, Not great in who they are. Great men old. I'll get to the old men. There's something about the season of life when people have lived a life. Laban said of his son-in-law, I have learned by experience that God has blessed me because of thee. I'm an old man, but I learned though I don't believe in your God, your God blesses me because of you. You kids, yeah, I want to, I want to I want to get direction from some young guy, some cool dude. That's foolish. God says in the book of Proverbs there's two types of people there's the simple and there's the prudent. A simple is one who is inexperienced, a prudent and one is one who is experienced. Uh, You want to know something about marriage? Don't go on the internet and find out from your little friends what what marriage is about. They've been married six months. Find some folks in this church, and we've got many that have been married 50, 55, 60, 65, 66, 67 years in this church. Find out some folks. Say, well, they they don't have a perfect marriage or they don't have perfect kids. There's no such thing. But they've learned some things by experience that you need. If you want to know more about business, I'll pray with you about business. And I'll, I've opened up so many businesses in prayer and given direction and counsel. But I don't know how to tell you how to run a business. But I can get you to some people that might know that. I, I don't, I, it's the craziest thing. I, I absolutely do not know how to buy a car. I, 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 just, I, don't, I guess if I want to learn it, I could. But I don't want to learn it. But if it's time for a a car, I'll have someone help me that knows something about how to buy a car and how to negotiate. I don't know how. I I find that their their worship changed, their philosophy changed, oh, their music changed. Verse 15, and Moses turned and went down. He came down again. He went up, went down. I I love in my Bible how the book of Exodus: went up, down, up, down, up, down. And when Joshua, verse 17... Heard the noise of the people as they shouted. He said unto Moses, there is a noise of war. That's a big statement. There's a noise of what? There's a noise of what? What was that? He said, it is not the voice of them that shout for mastery. This is not about war. Neither the voice of them that cry for being overcome. It has nothing to do with war. But the noise of them that sing Do I hear? Pastor Everston, their music changed. You know why? I watched you. I watched a few toes going. I did. But you know what? You didn't like that music. But you'll learn to like it. Because the slide gets going, and all of a sudden, you're way over here. It's the noise of their singing that I hear. We we studied that all with rock music, the the deafening noise and how it puts you almost in a trance, and they talk about that uh, in, in music. Their music changed. God has structure in these chords of music. There's something to keeping a structure in the chords of music. And the harmony, speaking yourselves, last week you saw in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody, which is harmony unto the Lord. Rock music does not have harmony. It has repetitious beat that's driving. That's not music. That's control. That's control from the outside in, but music that with harmony controls from the inside out. It speaks to the heart. Speaking, singing, and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Music comes from the heart. doesn't come from the head. And then the fourth thing, and lastly, we're out of time. Their, Their worship changed. Their philosophy changed. Their music changed. And their dress changed. It's not always in the same order. But their dress always has to go along with their music. Watch what it says. Verse 23, For they said unto me, Make us gods which shall go up before us. For as this Moses, oh, they're really speaking respected respect to the leader, the man that brought us out of the land of Egypt. We not want not what has become of him. He, he's back trying to meet with God on your behalf. Wait, where is he? The, this man, this guy. Then Moses, verse number 24. And I said unto them, whosoever hath any gold, let him break out off. So they gave it to me and I cast it into the fire and they came out this calf. Uh, Aaron says, well, that's what happened. It just sort of ha- No, no, you're not admitting you're wrong. And when Moses saw, here's how their dress changed. That the people were naked. For Aaron had made them naked, unto their shame among the enemies. You say, well, you, 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 you independent, fundamental, temperamental Baptist, your rules. No, God just wants us to be in modest apparel. God wants it to be where there is a, a difference from a male and a female. We've lost all dignity. If you don't believe it, go to an airport. We've lost all dignity in this country. We, have very, we don't have, I'm going to use the word class. And by the way, you read the scripture, you, 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 you went and worshipped God, God gave very specific ways, even the building had to be prepared. And how you even carry the building. And how you set up a temporary a house of God. And how you carry that. What you're supposed to... I mean, there's rules. Here's how priest, high priest. This is how you're supposed to dress from head to toe. This is what I want you to do. I always love that illustration of the, the priest, the high priest that went in the Holy of Holies. He had to have that robe on. It had bells on the end of his robe. I heard the testimony years ago of a, a judge walked into the courtroom, those bells were ringing because they're still, especially in New England, they still have uh, different areas of our country, bells on many of the judges' robes. Most have gone away with it. He walked in and he said, these stupid bells drive me crazy. They got that from the Old Testament law because when the high priest went into the Holy of Holies, 15 by 15 room where he had Offered already for blood of sacrifice for his own sins, and then for the sins of the people. That was effort, and as long as the people heard the bells on the outside, they realized he was doing his the job. They announced that something was going on, and the judges come into a courtroom and said, "It's business time." Where is there such a sloppy society? We're not clean. I was in an airport yesterday, and i tell you what. I took the train to this this, this, this terminal. I'm, I'm saying there's at least 150, 200 people all f- coming out of that train. There's a big event going on in that big city. Just all coming out, and there's 100, 150, 200 of us ready to go in. It was just massive, and everybody smelled. I- I'm seeing people walking in, in airports with their pajamas on and, and, and slippers on and a claw on the head. I, I'm, so, I'm so, you know, whatever you think about makeup, that's, that's your business. I, I can't. But I tell you why I'm so glad our ladies in this church look so beautiful, so appropriate. I say that properly. You, you do something with your hair, you do something with your face, and I'm not trying to be rude or unkind. I'm trying to be complimentary. I'm grateful for that. And I just looked at everybody, I thought, there's, there's no one. <laughs> I don't think a preacher should have to travel in a suit and tie and all that, but I always do. always have always will. I don't expect any other preacher. We got some preachers coming here. One preacher shows up every year with bib overalls on. That's the way he travels. That offends me zero. That's when I want to travel. Go ahead and travel that way. I always wear a suit, wear a tie. I tell you what, I get the most help. I I just always carry, I got my roller bag, my my briefcase, and I got a well, just a, 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 couple, a suit or two and shirt and a little bag on top of that, and I'm rolling it in there. I, I'm not, never, ever first class. I'm not first class, but I walk in, and they snap too, and they say, may we put that in our, our, our closet right here? I said, well, I'm not flying first class. Oh, really? Well, we'll put it here anyway. Happens to be every flight. I, 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 uh, the stewardess came by last night, it was dark, and people were sleeping, and I said, you know, I haven't had a chance to eat today. And I'm, I said, do you have any more of those crackers? Next thing I knew, she brought me a box. Man, it had gouda cheese in it. It had crackers in it. It had nuts in it. It had candy bar in there. It had, it had uh, some chips in there. It had a cookie in there. Whew! I'll tell you what, it's all free. Now, the rest of them had to pay for it, but I had a suit on. <laughs> and a Bible opener. Think it scares people. I, 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 good night. I, I probably own a half a dozen or more blue jeans. I put blue jeans on all the time. because I go home and I work in the yard, and I wash the car, and I, I, I do things around the outside. My wife's working on the inside. I, I love it. I, I love wearing blue jeans. I'll probably have them on in the middle of the night tonight. Get up. And I, I just—it's okay. But I don't go a lot of places in this county because I'm a. And I'm not against blue jeans. For, me, for you, for you, absolutely not. But for me, I'm a representative of the King of Kings. Yeah. I, 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 wanna, I don't want you to ever be embarrassed. That, oh, there's my pastor. We had a work day with the, the buses last week. What well, came with blue jeans on? And I came with my, t- my shirt on and came with a ball cap on. I liked it, kept my head warm. We've lost dignity. And when people's dress begin, it, you, our dress always announces where, where we're going. You might not be there yet. Leader Robertson, says, never necessarily, it's not so much where a man is, it's where he's going. And I watch people, they start to change here. I think, oh, there's no, I know. I've I pastored too long, folks. There's no stopping it. There's no stopping it. And so tonight, I want to leave your family with something. I love the heritage we have here of one generation, and and a mom and a dad, and brother and and son and daughter, and grandkids and great-grandkids. That's a strength. And at the school, Brother Finera, thank you for never changing it. And you know, we've got older people that are getting older and younger people come in. Brother Kerry told me this. He says, the, the school is stronger than it's ever been. And he listed the staff that we've added and the people that are in that staff. I see that with the staff that we've added in the college and in the church. Well, God's allowing us to have young people around, older people that are seasoned. Brother is not old. He's not old. He's, but he's seasoned. He's got more than a quarter of a century running this college. He's got a lot of young people coming up underneath him. And, and they admire him. They listen to him. They watch him. I've watched Brother, Brother Moyer's been with us 25 years. I'm watching the people that he's training and has trained around the country. I, I'm watching what Brother, Brother Remers is doing now. Brother Flood is doing. They're all leading. They're leading people that are younger than them. They're seasoned. They've been here a while. I love it that the people that I have with me are not forcing me to change. Because Brother Romero, once we change that choir, we'll kill this church.
0: Thank you for listening to the Audio Preaching Podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us,